Shaggy Jones, right to him. Jay, he's third.
and scream and appreciate a whole lot. Instagram, what it do? Patreon, what it do? Tuned in to the number one podcast in the DMV. I am your host, your late night supervisor, Dope Dilla Extraordinaire, DC Zone, Rad B.I.D. Jones. That's right for you in there for you. To the right of me, as usual, my podcast partner, OnlyFans Jet. <laughs> this is T3P. Now, at this point in time, I'm sure everybody's well aware <laughs> that I love the black ladies. <laughs> Lucky to be alive, happy, healthy, and free for me. Jay, don't forget about those tubbies. You know what I'm saying, Doc? And don't forget about them Jordans. Them my coins in circulation, too, though. You know what I'm saying, Doc? And don't forget about them Jordans. Them Jordans? Don't be saying. Oh, shit. <laughs> what it do? Talk to me. Talk to me. I don't care if you're from Austin, Texas. Holler at your boy. Minnesota, holler at your boy. If you're overseas, holler at your boy. What's going on, Jay? <laughs> what it do? We up in the We're cooking with grease today. The grease hot? Yeah, the grease is hot. Hey. No, just got Put it in the deep right and suck your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Put some hot sauce on that. Yeah, now. What's going on with your day, man? Everything good? Yeah, everything's been good. You know what I'm saying? I helped my cousin move. That's why I was a little, that's why I was late. My last podcast, I was late. I was helping, I was helping some shit out. Two people didn't, couldn't drive. Was it, you know, they, they didn't, they drive. So, you know, that, 
send people home and shit like that. But I did made it. As if y'all was wondering why I was late last week, you know, the last podcast that was really cool. But you know, but other than that, I had a productive week. Everything was cool. That's what's up. I know you're ready for this football season, bro. Oh hell yeah! Uh, I can't wait, bro. The first game is when this week, right? This week or next week? The first nah, the preseason the- joint next week. Yeah. Two weeks, two weeks, two weeks. Yeah, so you basically, you might well say, is, is ready to go. It's, it's football yeah, season is ready yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah. Justin yeah. Fields for me. You know what I'm saying? That the Chicago Bears. Now, I've been liking the Bears since I was fucking, I think I was like 10, bro. It was the year before they won the Super Bowl. Because I was always in love with Walter Payton. Walter Payton and Tony Dorsett were my two motherfucking first football players. Uh, Dick Bucks was nice too, but I caught him at the end. But uh, Mike Singletary, Dick Buck. Yeah. But Mike Singletary was my nigga with his eyes wide open and all that shit. That was my boy right there. I always wanted to be a middle linebacker because of him and shit. You know? He was so nice, you know? Like, people underrate some of these players that played in the time. Like, Mike Singletary, Cole Beast, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I'm just ready for the football season. Like, a month, bro. This is the first time in a long time just been geeking for the football season because. I got a black quarterback, number I do too. <laughs> we, we got black quarterbacks. You know, yeah. I'm just ready to play ball now. I don't give a fuck how they go. You know what I'm saying? Nah. I just watch. I got me one too. You know what I'm saying? Nah. I just gotta watch this Something shit. Something wrong with you? Just gotta watch this shit unfold, man. That's all I want. Ever one. Now we had uh, Cordell Stewart, but that was somebody. Pass man type shit. You know what I'm saying? We drafted the black quarterback and I'm ready to rock and roll, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Not these Chicago Bears. And everybody don't know the monster midway, it's me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I, I remember when he married oh, to man, Portia. Boy, yeah, that was Portia bit. Portia and him. Everybody was saying he was gay and shit. Oh yeah. When she first came on the show. That's her just saying that. <laughs> Portia she was just dilly at the time, but she still was fat as a motherfucker. Still dilly. That's true. <laughs> How you gonna? Uh, I mean, you, you got you, you girls with you friends with girls with you. You know you been around each other, and then all of a sudden you, you with that motherfucker husband. Man, what the hell? <laughs> I know that's some shit. Man, I've been friends with you forever, but all of a sudden you with the chick I used to talk to you left over. I mean, each to his own, each to his own. You know? That's true. Leftovers, man. <laughs> All the fish you see had to go behind the leftovers. Man, I don't know, man. Other than the rain, man, I'm good, man. I, I ain't got no complaints in life at all, bro. You know what I'm saying? I just feel good. I, my mother and motherfucking is. She gaining weight too, you know what I'm saying? Getting all thick and shit. You know what I'm saying? I was <laughs> like, man, my son, my mother has got a relationship, so I'm just, I don't know, man. In life right now, just after what we've been through and shit, I just feel good right now, bro. Other than my daughter acting like she a knucklehead and shit. Other than that, you know what I'm saying? Everything good. You know what I'm saying? I just feel good right now. But the funny thing about it, I don't know if you ever thought about what will happen when you die. You ever thought about that? 
Yeah, I always think about that. I ain't never thought about that shit. I always think about that because I'm like, I wonder what happens. I wonder what how people function without me. I, I know what you're saying. I kind of got that feeling like uh, when I when I got shot and shit, I, I thought I was dead. So when I woke up out of surgery, it was just like everybody was just doing normal shit. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was going to work. Get, you know, get on the subway, get on the bus. This life was just going without me. You know what I'm saying? I just looked at everything like, damn, everything was just going. You know what I'm saying? It was just, I so I understand what you're saying because that you know what I'm saying. You just ever had that feeling? Before, you know what I'm saying? It's like people that, so used to talking to you on the phone, uh, you know, going out, doing a lot of shit, doing this, doing that, X, Y, Z. And then if you're not dead, how do they function? Yeah, you know I actually seen that. Like when you come out of surgery or from life threatening, it don't have to be shot like me. <laughs> like people go through surgeries a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like life threatening surgeries, heart surgeries, and all types of shit. But when you go through that, it lets you see how people function when you wake up. You know what I'm saying? You wake up because you you're not supposed to be in there. So you're looking at things how going if you're not hit. And everybody literally is doing things normal. <laughs> Whether you hear or not, you know, it's the craziest fucking shit, bro. That's why I live every like every minute to the fullest. And shit. You know what I'm saying? But you ever thought about when you die, do you want to be cremated? Put in, you know what I'm saying? You ever got a spot where you want to go? That type of shit. Do I want to be cremated? I mean, I always say that. I don't think. I would want to be. I know I'll be there, man. I ain't gonna hear nothing. I ain't gonna see nothing. But I really don't want people to just stop, you know, in their tracks just to see me in the coffin or whatever. So you saying overall you don't want nobody to, to none of your immediate family members or something to, to stop what they're doing? I yeah. mean, some people, some people be like, you know, some people. Uh, impact people's lives so bad to the point where some people just don't function. Some people do. Some that's people true. Don't. That's true. And then when they don't, when they do function, they ain't function correctly. You know what I'm saying? That's where some people have mental issues. Some people uh, start thinking too hard about what direction they can go without you. Yeah, and they don't know where they're going. Until they get there, until that point, start knocking on the door. It's funny because my mother was talking about that shit every day. She, she was like, she found out somebody she knew, family cremated. And she wasn't feeling it. She started going off. You know what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers, y'all make sure y'all ain't burning me. She said these words, bro. Don't burn my ass. <laughs> I know exactly what I want to go. Put me there, motherfucker. And I started thinking, like, I never even thought about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I feel like I'm this day. I don't give a fuck what you do. You know what I'm saying? I just really don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care. It, it dawned on me it's a lot of people that care if they get cremated or where they want to go. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people that's plotting where they, they plot set and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? There's people like, uh, I got a family member going to a cemetery, uh, paying up their thing, getting the receipt, you know, 
like, I want to be buried right here by this tree. That type of shit, yeah. You know what I'm <laughs> like, they want to say so and where they going, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I literally don't care because I don't care, you know what I'm saying? I want to be buried right here by this tree with a unicorn there. Uh, with a creek at. You looking like, huh? Like, huh? Damn. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel for people that, like, the kids uh, cremate them, and the whole time they didn't want that done. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't know, cremating is crazy. Like, you would burn them up and shit. And then you dump the ashes. I don't know about that one. I don't know, some people keep the ashes. I can't imagine me doing the ashes thing. That, 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 that right there is starting to be borderline mental thing. You know See, I got, I got a family member that got ashes, right? They put them in the urn, and the urn got cowboys on You know? Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> you know? So if I was, if I was, that's that's how I think I want to go. I think I'm going to have an urn that has cowboys or a coffee with cowboys on. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> the big star right there on my head. Don't do it. Don't do it. You know, I'm 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 a hard I'm a hardcore cowboys fan. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna live by it. I'm gonna die by it. I know. The ship go down. I'm going down with the ship. Oh. Everybody <laughs> would do that if you were a real fan. You go down with the ship like these dudes. Commander skins, whatever fans they got, they switching to Baltimore and shit. You ain't a true fan. If you was a true fan, you go to the game. Gave you five dollars, you be there. <laughs> Watch your team go down with the shit. No bullshit. Cause you know they is. They going down with the shit. You know, I see, I see, see Cleveland Browns. Years of irrelevancy, irrelevancy, you know what I'm saying? Years of it. You see people still going to the game, the bags over their heads. Like, I ain't trying to be seen on camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You got to do the same thing. You got to put a bag over your head if you can't, if you can't watch what you're seeing. You know what I'm saying? Got to be a dog fan. That's my <laughs> thing. Got to be a dog fan. That you do. Got it. Live by the soul, die by the soul. If that season ain't for you, well, so we next season. You know, that's why you always talk about us on, on TV because the fan base is like, ah, fuck it. We, we get it next year, then we don't get it next year. You got to go. You got to live by the soul, die by the soul. He's a Chicago big fan. Through thick and thin. He ain't thinking about switching none of that shit. You die by the soul. Yeah, these fans, you like, you ain't no true fan. You just like football. <laughs> but I do think, like, it's been a mental thing going on after the pandemic shit. Like, everybody has been fucked up, though. Everybody. That's what I'm saying. Like, everybody is, crime rate gone up. People still in cars like you. <laughs> we don't have any money. But it's, it's like an all-time high right now. Like, every day is a car jack. And they had three of them yesterday. Carjack? Yeah, they had three carjacks back to back yesterday. And Friday. Like four of them Friday. Three of them yesterday. I'm sure it's something today. Yeah. Man, I know it's something today. But every day is a carjack. Every day is a shooting. A robbery. Somebody going off. Fucking, uh, Mass shootings between white people, that's normal. <laughs> he said it's normal. 
Like every they, time somebody says some action, oh okay. They normally they don't want to stop it anyway. So fuck. you know that's 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 something they do every day. Anyway. Even uh, young Miami says she has mental issues. She says she has mental breakdown right now. That's crazy though. You know, man, young Miami. Yeah, she with Diddy now. Yeah. How you with Diddy? You got mental issues. Ain't that some shit? Yeah. How you how you with how you with uh he love. <laughs> Mr. P Love, you got all that money. You got all the free C Rock you can get. <laughs> but you over there, you got mental issues. I don't understand what's going on with that. It's just, I don't know, man. It's just crazy. You got you got her. You got him. Y'all going through it. Is y'all going through it or you just going through it? It's just crazy. Who who Who's who? Like, what's going on here? Like, we can't figure out what is the problem here where you got mentioned. I mean, maybe it's because you going on shows or whatnot. I, mean, I don't know. But that's why she, I know she got a podcast. Oh, yeah. She just started like, that joint, yeah. It's like, how you go on podcast and you got, you know, this one. She just started that joint. Hell yeah. She did. That's why I be saying people just doing podcasts to stay relevant now. They're not they doing podcasts to stay relevant. They're not doing podcasts to just to be a podcaster. Be honest with you. I think I had this conversation with uh number one soul brother told me. Check out this podcast too. Uh you got soul podcast. You know what I'm saying? Though? But I'm talking to him about that shit. It's like like these people like her right here. Young Miami, right? Mm-hmm. Her point of doing a podcast because what else she doing? You know what I'm saying? She, Same thing with Wendy Williams. She was like, "All right, there ain't no more show. I'm gonna do a podcast." But she, and she literally said it like that. But see, think about Wendy Williams when they interviewed her a few weeks ago. She was seen like she was out of it. Yeah, like she was still on the shit. But the mental part of this thing is crucial. I don't know if you can say it, it's the pandemic, but I don't know when they, when, when famous people say that I don't know they always up to something. It ain't like they probably don't because she was just two weeks ago promoting a podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Now two weeks later she got a mental breakdown. And she was dead. With all the money, all the bread in the world. That's my point. With Diddy, is Diddy doing this or what's going on? Man, that's the only reason she really anybody really know her like that. She fucking with Diddy and shit. And remember the podcast she had. I think her first podcast he was on. You know what I'm saying? And it's on Revolt TV. So, well, yeah, but that get me back to yeah. She posted on Twitter that she having really having a mental breakdown <coughs> and just having issues. And shit. It's just crazy, man. But to get back to fact that most people that's failing in the industries of LA, New York, the uh industry in, in, um, either acting or rapping or whatever the fuck, they fall back on podcast. They just do podcast just cause. Now, as they enter in, if you be on MSNBC all day or ESPN, if you enter into podcast, you're already at the top of podcast. That's like basically like your audience is huge. That's like, uh, what's her name? Jada Pickett with the red type top. Yeah. That's a type of podcast. 
your shit is so huge. Let's say it's um, uh, Shannon Sharp. All right, he got one mouth five. You'll yeah. do shit on the side because you on TV. Everybody know you. You know what I'm saying? So you start a podcast or automatically you got, you're at the top of the, all the podcasts. Just off your notoriety. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they get into that and most of these platforms are paid for being top of the damn motherfucking podcast, right? So you got people like, let's say Santa Shaw. He'd be on TV all fucking day. Then he'd do a podcast to collect money off that from YouTube, Twitter, all types of shit. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And it's like, that ain't, that's not what YouTube was for. YouTube is basically for average motherfuckers and pay video. You're already on TV, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, I don't be getting it. Like, uh, Wendy Williams, she can say, fuck. You know what? Since I ain't got nothing else to do, I'm going to do a podcast. Like, and then her name alone will put her at the top of the chart. But you see, here's, here's where it gets tricky. Yeah. She's under the conservative shit, too. Uh, as well, so once she podcast, she ain't gonna see that money anywhere because it's ordered for her <laughs> to be a uh, conservative. Chip. So yeah, 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 it's funny, that's true. But that's like saying Britney Spears, all the shit that she didn't went through, she wanted to do a podcast, but she ain't under conservative shit no more. Man, all she these people see this money, it's just basically using their notoriety and fame to start podcasts. In a genre, a podcast is like the poor man's broadcast. You feel me? You already a broadcast on a national platform. What are you podcasting for? Yeah. This is the dumbest shit. Yeah. Go to sleep, motherfucker. You will wake up and be on ESPN in the morning? Like, what the fuck? Say what you got to say then. Like, this shit is dumb. They do this shit on the side because it's automatic money. Like, if you're on YouTube as an average person like us. And there's some people, I know, I know that some people is on TV anymore. They do their podcast in the evening, but they do it because they want to be uncut. They want to be canny of what they say. They want to be oh, straightforward. Uh, I know Shannon Sharp. I know some shit that he say on TV or Stephen A. Smith or whoever that be on, on TV in the morning. And they It's some, like some uncut of raw shit they want to say. They can't say it there. Because it's it's national line. Right. They have to say it behind closed doors. It's crazy. Bravo had the nerve to show a plaque, a YouTube plaque the other day. Like, nigga, really? For what? That's what I mean. You already a star. If you go on YouTube, automatically you're gonna break, you're gonna do all like us. We wanna get to certain levels so we can do shit on YouTube, so you need subscribers. They walk in doing that. You ain't got built to try to do all the special shit on YouTube. Because they already got a fan. And get paid for. Exactly. You just, this shit's ridiculous. They already got a fan base that told you. You already broadcast. It's like you, it's, that's why it's watered down now. But we take, you know, we can't take Kevin Sayers for, for that. Because he, he planted the seed, <coughs> watered the seed with the dirt, and it grew. It went one way and then it went to another way and it grew. So I can't say somebody like him or uh, what's her name? But she was lying though. Um, oh, on Cardi B and shit. Oh, Tasha K. Ta- Ta- yeah, Tasha K. And uh, so my they took so my Tom. Tommy Sarah. They took them off, motherfucking YouTube. And uh, you know. 
Cardi B sued Shorty, so she having problems on her channel. So she want everybody to go some shit to pay for that. So YouTube kind of putting a, a clamp on some of this clown foolery. Too. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Anytime you get Tom rid of Tom, he can't even. He can't even make so many channels. He can't even make no more channels no more. So like what the fuck? <laughs> we literally been on air live, bro. You know, you know we live. Bro. Mm -hmm. We be live, going on three. Well, we two and a half years now. At the end of this year, it'd be three years. What, November? And, and like, what? We'll be doing all that wild shit, bro. <laughs> you got this nigga, he should literally get banned, bro. Taken off the air. It shows what type of person you are. You feel me? Like, we literally go on here. We on this joint uncut, raw, right? We don't script shit, none of that shit, right? So, and then people be scripting shit. It's like we raw uncut for two and a half years and none of that, like <laughs> no strikes, none of that wild ass shit, bro. Like, what the fuck? And we speaking our mind. We we ain't holding nothing back. It just shows what type of person you are, as far as I'm concerned. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You're type that type of person that you saying and doing shit that get your, your YouTube shit strike. Use a piece of shit ass person. It just that's your fault. That's just you. Yeah. You fucked up. You know what we can do about that. <laughs> <laughs> when you go do your cutting and shit, take some of that shit out. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. That, that, I don't know. It just dawned on me. It's just it's crazy. You, know, you ever seen your mom, mother? Young um, mammy, mother? Yeah. Gee, Monica. Your mother. That's made, a mother. Made me rethink. Fucking old bitch. You know what I'm I would knock the dust off that pussy. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? That's one of those situations where you look at the mom like, <laughs> okay, you, you going to the store? All right, go ahead. I'm going to stay with your mom. <laughs> uh -huh. Hey, I'll mom real quick. Go ahead. Hey, give, me a, uh, give me a Sprite. All right, hurry up. Go ahead. I, I, I got you. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking to mom for two hot seconds. <laughs> I know mom want that thing. Massage. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, that joint, that mom's, whoo. Young Miami mom, Jesus. Christmas. Jeez. You know what I'm saying? Damn. This is the podcast. If you just, I know she ain't got a mention. That's funny as shit. Yeah. Jesus. She fat. What? I got to look this up. My damn self. I don't know, huh? First picture you see. The first picture you see, you can be like, God damn it! She is good. God of mine. Yeah, you tell Charlie, go to your store. Okay, let me give you a hunt so you can stay a little longer. <laughs> and go down and look for these special peanuts, too. I don't know if they shipped them in from <laughs> Hawaii yet. But stay around to, to ship it. <laughs> they should be coming today. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you're new here, this is the podcast for the 9 to 5 us, Average Joe. We get a takes on all trending topics. And we call that. Now. That's great. When you think about that shit. All that shit. But I, I don't know if you've seen Lil Dirk, bro. He was on stage. And the motherfucking Pyro hit him in the face, bro. I seen that. That was fucked up. Hell yeah. 
I've seen some incidents like that. Watching, uh, I remember I was watching wrestling back in the day, and they did that. Jeff Hardy came out. That's funny. The power world hit him in the face. I thought it was an act. They said that shit was for real. That's he brought the shit. He brought the shit out of his face. Hell yeah. Yeah, uh, he's walking on the motherfucking stage and the motherfucking blue right in his face, bro. Shit could have took his eye out though. I don't know. I don't think he might. I'm not gonna say that. But it, it, it looked like it took it almost took it, it closer to get his eye out. It's I know, tough for me to say I know once that shit hits your face and the hairs and your oh eyebrows God. and your eyelashes go. You can still see you lucky as fuck, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That shit burns your eyebrows, eyelashes. You got to run shit back before you step out in public. Hell yeah. I think blue right in his Yeah, that's going to be in his face. If I was here, uh, All right, it's two things about this right right? See, Susan right, walked up to the joint. It blew up. So, like, who's controlling this shit? First thing is whoever got on the stage before they get got up there should have told them. They can't walk in certain areas of this. You feel me? Yeah. So they should have known not to get that close to that. He was too close. You know what I'm saying? I don't know who can you blame for that. Like, he's standing over top of the power. Hold. And, then, and when it hits you, that's thousands of degrees oh my God. hitting your face. It don't look like it hurting him that bad because he just, you know what I'm saying? He reacting real. But well, if it was fucked up, he'd run off the stage or something. You know what I mean? He'd be like, fuck. You know what I'm saying? But he just, you know what I'm saying? He's just trying to clear his, his vision. So it tells me it's not that serious. Yeah, but it could have been worse. Hell yeah. He just walked right into it. And then somebody, yeah. then somebody pushed the button. Because the shit is not mad. It's not all bad. Right, you can hear the crowd just stop. That would take a little post. That didn't look like it shot straight up. It looked like it shot. It what was it supposed to do, though? Well, straight up. He just wasn't supposed to do it. Damn, look right into that door. Oh. Damn, why you talking to him? I want you to look at everybody on the stage, but nobody does anything. Look. Oh, oh. The only person that did something was the one that was right. like that. That would take a little post. That didn't like, like shot straight up. This nigga like five just went in this nigga face and nobody's reacting to that shit. You know what I'm saying? I thought you wasn't. Somebody said something, too. They said it's straight up. And yeah, what do like, you mean? Where it supposed to go? Like, who... Who's saying that? And plus, it, where is it supposed to go up other than straight up? I don't know where it goes. The problem is, whoever's coordinating the stage didn't tell people or have a tape around the joint. You feel me? Where this is far as <clears> going <throat> to go because once the power hit, you can't be this fucking close. Or He walked completely up on the power. Or the person that's controlling the power room fucked up. It's Less is a control, and you can see him walking up there. That'd be stupid to push the button. Yeah, you push the button, he just happens to be walking right there. Why the fuck are you doing that? Yeah, why would you push the button? You see him standing on top of it. Yeah, so that now 
it is almost sound like you set it up. <laughs> now, now, if it's a control, now I look at that different because if you control it, you can see he's standing on top of it. You should hold up for a minute. You feel me? But at the same time, it should have been a box around there with tape or something saying, this far as you can go. Can't just walk over top of the power. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Because you got to think, your hair is flammable. You best believe it. Your hair is flammable. And then once you that fire hits your head, your hair, your hair can burn your ass, period. It is by itself. Just catch, just light a piece of hair on fire and see that shit burn. And that shit, and that shit, that shit fucking hurts. <laughs> so he, he sent a motherfucker Instagram going out, showing his face like that with the bands and shit. He about to take time off and, and take care of his health, whatever that means. And he also said that he finished the show. So I guess we'll hear later what happened, actually was wrong with him. And see what happens after the badges comes up. I'm thinking. See what it looked like. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's a lot of heat hitting his face, though. It is a lot of heat, and that shit kept in this thousand degrees, uh, shooting up in the air and pyro. Because <clears throat> once it's shooting up in the air, you have to actually still be careful because ash come down, and ash could be on fire too. So who knows? That you got something. But that shit was directly in his face, so it, he, he got the most heat from that bitch you could possibly get. You just happen to walk over there and somebody push the button on it. Boom, boom. Now, we can, we can look into it and find out, does it, it go by somebody manually pushing the button or it's timer where it just, it doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Or every five minutes or something. Either way is what I'm saying is the stage manager should have had tape around the power on that lets them know just as far as you can go. You can't just walk up on the power hole. You feel me? So that was dropped right there, whoever the stage manager, as far as I'm concerned. Because you can't expect the artist to be concentrating on stuff like that. You feel me? He's just walking around, talking, rapping. You can't expect him to be knowing where he at. Unless you got a sign saying, nigga, you ain't going this far. You feel me? Mm-hmm. That's something different. He had stopped and go around that. So that was there. He would have went around it and would have went off, but it would have never touched him. Because he went around the box. Wherever the box would have been around him. You feel me? Yeah. Now, if he went inside the box and then got hit with that power, that's your fault. You shouldn't have been paying attention, nigga. We told you at the beginning, don't go inside this box. See how different that is? Mm-hmm. But and you can't sue us because you, <laughs> you went inside the box. Told you I'm going in, nigga. Now, That'd, that'd be crazy if an artist sue a motherfucking joint. Wouldn't that be crazy? That's, that's, you see, that's not, that's the pyrotechnic. Bruh, uh, I'm going to tell you right now, it been so many people that, that done so much more. Prince, way more power, whatever the fuck that was right there. Michael that's nonsense. Jackson. Michael Jackson, way more than that right there. Like, Michael Jackson has hair on fire. Yeah, that shit right there was minor to their <laughs> type of, their stage shit with, that power are all over the place. You know what I'm saying? Like, so <clears throat> I'm thinking somebody had to tell him you can't go. This. You had to. And I think Pepsi gave Michael a settlement off that shit too. <coughs> he, was, he was down. He was down and out for a minute, and he had a mental breakdown. Yeah, that's true. But 
Yeah. Well, I condone go out to a little little dirt, man. Make sure you get your shit together. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, you want to get your health together. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Which is crazy. That Pepsi commercial. I know you remember that shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely remember that motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, we all used to watch Star Trek, right? Yeah. And remember, it was only one black lady on that job. It was, just, it was only one. One black lady. She stood on there. She didn't say much, though. This was the Star Trek back in the 70s. I mean, the original. The original. Yeah. Now, she was 88 when she passed away. Shit. Damn. So was Bill Russell. Ain't that something? Yeah. 88. Now, on Star Trek, everybody remember her. But you literally can't remember no, no lines or nothing she said. You know what I'm saying? Or can't. Exactly. I don't know, because you remember, it was different Star Trek. Yeah, the Star Trek where it was with uh, William Shatner. I'm not sure. Was he That's there? the same one. That's the same one she was on. Okay, yeah. He was the original one. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, what's his name? The Ballhead, man. <coughs> he said the Ballhead, man. Who? Um, Ballhead, Coach? Who? Ballhead. I forgot his name. He was on, I think he was on uh, Next Generation. <laughs> Wait a minute, ball I, head, ball head. You're not talking about um what's, I don't remember none of them Star Trek with no ball head though. I think he was on X-Men. Oh, X-Men, the, the uh, professor? Yeah. He was uh James T. Kirk. I know he's talking about festival had the ball here, yeah. He never said a whole lot. He was always like, uh, sir, something. He'd let him know, you know what I'm saying? That something fucked up here. I know you're talking about, yeah. But this is Nichelle Nicole. Nicholas. Now, let me say her name right now. Make sure I'm Nichelle Nicole. She died at the age of 89. Her name was Ura on Star Trek. I used to watch Star Trek. My, well, my grandfather used to watch that shit. And I used to have to sleep with my grandfather. Obviously, when I was little, you didn't know why you had to sleep in there. But when you get older, you didn't know that everybody's smoking weed and drinking that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so I used to be in that joint. He used to watch MASH and Star Trek. He used to come on back to back. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I got on hooked on uh, Star Trek and shit. And I always be drawn to her because she was like the only black face on that motherfucker. And she didn't do a whole lot, but I respected her on that. Too, you know what I'm saying? Even though she didn't do, do a whole lot on that joint. Yeah, she did. Um, you know, I came, I didn't really come up at that Star Trek. I came up at the next generation. 
For real? Yeah, the the first Star Trek was in the 60s, 60s, 70s, and beginning of the 80s, like 80, 82 or something like that, 83. But uh, I was more on the next generation one. I have seen the, um, the, the I don't really remember that one. Though. I, don't th- I didn't watch that one. Patrick Stewart, the, the new generation one. I ain't watched that. Patrick Stewart was his name. Patrick Stewart, the boy one. Yeah, yeah. I know. It was him. Okay, yeah, it was a Chinese one too. He's still alive too. He, I think he he always in politics. Right? And then yeah, Levar Burton. He had the little special glasses. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Levar Burton with the, yeah. the glasses. Yeah. Yeah, him on there. Remember, the captain used to just sit there. Everybody else really had certain things they can do. They're specialists and shit. You know what I'm saying? He was just captain of the ship and shit. I think she was doing controls on some some over there. She was doing controls in the corner somewhere. (laughs) I know she was doing something over there. You know what I'm saying? Fucking with the controllers and shit. (laughs) But shout out to those go out there too. Now those also go out to the uh the flood in where was that at? It wasn't Kentucky. Was it Tennessee? When uh multiple people lost their lives with, with the flood. And I don't know, it's some of these states, man, it's real flood hazards. But also those do go out to everybody lost their life and can't find the um the family members Hey, it's Kentucky. You don't want to like McConnell, bitch ass. You do give shouts out to y'all. And show out to you know what I'm saying, dog? That's crazy. Blood, like 20, 30 people people died. They say the numbers going to expect to go up. It's crazy. Well, I always tell people, live your life, bro. Your tank. The next day, is, you don't even know that ain't happening. You might walk outside. You might wake up, walk outside, see a big-ass ball at fire coming in. No, <laughs> you just don't know what the fuck happened tomorrow. Don't even try to think about that shit. Bro. Mm. I don't know if you heard of um, that Chris Rock and uh, what's his name had a concert the other day. Oh, and yeah, um, Kevin Hart did. Yeah, the goat. Yeah, that joint. Name the goat Will Smith. Ain't that some shit? <laughs> That's funny as shit, though. Shout out to Bill Russell, dude. He's 88. He died today. 88. 11 championships. 11 championships. Now, the thing is, here we we go with the GOAT debate, right? Jordan, people ask Jordan all the time, we think you the GOAT. You're the best of all time. We say, I appreciate that. But I'm not the GOAT. Bill Russell is the GOAT. Because he got 11 championships. He said a lot of people forget, you know, <laughs> Bill Russell good. But we played all this, you know, it's different eras. First of all, if you. So, Bill Russell, first of all, everybody knows now better than Jordan. You know. So it, it's, it depends on what are you saying about GOAT? 
if you take out the fact that the best player who ever played in the game is not what you're talking about, then okay, now I can listen. But if you're saying the GOAT is the best player who ever played ever in NBA history, then it's no debate who that is, bro. Yeah, so so that's just dumb. So if you tell me Jordan was the best player who ever touched the basketball in the NBA, right? So if you're saying the GOAT is something different, if it's something different from that, have that conversation. But don't mix that up with the I mean, it's just obvious who whoever played basketball in the NBA would tell you. And whoever watched NBA all these years would tell you. Michael and Jordan is the best person ever to touch the basketball and lace up some sneakers in the NBA. Period. Before him, everybody before him told you that. Everybody after that told you that. Now, we got a debate now with the GOAT and LeBron and him. It's like, what do you mean by GOAT then? What's your definition of GOAT then? Because we know LeBron's not better than Jordan. Period. So what's GOAT? If you want to say, right, I made it to 11 championships, that make you a GOAT? Okay. I know. That's you what, didn't win all of them. That's what Jordan is saying. Jordan said, if you was. If, what makes you a GOAT? If, if anybody asked Jordan who's the GOAT, he ain't going to say himself. He's yeah, he always been like that. He always going to say Bill Russell. Because Bill Russell got 11 chips. Chips. That's his, that's his thought process. That's what that is. But, but like I said. Jordan, skill-wise, yeah, overall. Yeah, better than. Yeah, overall, at points, averages, just whatever. just get the ball in your hands. It's better than these people. Yeah, means that's not what goat mean. Then if that's what you're saying, you feel me? And if you give the like, I can debate with you if you're saying you're not saying he's the best person to play basketball ever. Like when people say LeBron is the goat, right? Whoever that is, the minority people. If you said. LeBron, the best player who ever played, you make yourself look stupid. Bro. Like, history will make you look dumb. Period. Kids today trying to strive to be the best players in NBA history ever, in high school, college, and shit like that, looking at film. So what about... It's just like, bro, you ain't making no fun. So what about a few weeks ago, just a few weeks ago, John Morant said he'll burn Jordan ass on the I'm just joking. <laughs> Y'all go back and watch Jordan. See, this is the only reason I, I have fucks with Jordan over any period. Because not only could you not stop him from scoring, he was one, if not the best shooting guard defensively who ever played the NBA. Period. You really can't find a shooting guard better than him. So if you name a shooting guard, he's going to be second. So that alone, and he was the best scorer in the NBA history. Period. That's hands down. Right? Then you put the defensive part in it, it's just like hands down, he's the best player. What you think? <coughs> Overall player. Yeah. <coughs> um, scoring wise, the goat of that is of course Kareem, Kareem Abdul. <coughs> but if we if we say that next year, LeBron obviously gonna pass that next year. He only got like fifteen hundred points to go. Yeah. See stuff like that, I don't even count that shit. But, LeBron's going on 17 seasons. Jordan only played 12. And he was like what third or fourth? I think best. Yeah, so Carmelo was two. He when was you start playing this many years, it's like you play more than everybody. So you're gonna be at the top of the list in a lot of stats. There's nobody playing that long. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. But you still your, your championship still ain't gonna be there. He only got four. He's below Kobe. And one of those joints is a fucking bubble joint, bro. 
Don't nobody respect that. Yeah, that shit. No, I don't give a fuck who you are. You don't respect no bubble chip. We don't even know how that happened. We don't yeah. know if they just handed. We don't remember that shit. That was like what? Only what? Thirty games. Don't nobody even remember <laughs> that happened and shit. That's about thirty games. And even that, they stopped. The middle of that season went three, four months, and then brought it back up. Get the fuck. They have the lead. Didn't even participate in it. Like nobody want to hear nothing about that right there. That's asterisk for real. You know what I'm saying? That was yeah. You I can't get that. past that. I don't even think I want to count that even because you just everybody like, had a break. On, man. <laughs> like really, <laughs> everybody had a break. They didn't have to play it towards. They play all the team, all the games in one spot, close to L.A. Like the, that was the lamest shit. I don't even think nobody even watched that shit, bro. But that's four chips, though. You can't really take it from them. You can point out the fact that that was some garbage. The fourth one was some garbage. Everybody know it. But that's why when people say how many chips you got, they say three. Because nobody even count that shit. It's like nobody count that, bro. For Shannon Shop. I'll tell you who. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you who championship does count. Giannis really counts. Because they only took a month off. And guess what? We're right back into it. They won that championship. I think. Giannis, like Giannis, Curry, those are players you can say are top-notch to players in the era. We talking about LeBron era that's fabricated and fluffed around all these players: Durant, Curry, that's winning MVPs, winning championships on his watch. Like, come on, bro. He moving. He never developed a culture on a team before where. We went from this status, we've grown, now we win the championships. He'd never done that before. He always dropped in somewhere and won the championship and then left, dropped in somewhere else, and went, you know, and then left. It was never a culture of winning ever with him, yeah? But then you guys said the same thing with Durant. He's going around. He got two chips. Curry got four. Curry been on the same team doing that. Yeah, but dropping, you get extra players to get it. He stayed on the same team. Football. And won four chips. Four and you can't deny any one of those chips was some garbage chips. They earned all those chips. One of them. Uh, Which one? one they won seventy two games one of the season? One of them. They lost that. They they lost that championship. One of them was iffy to me because the rant just joined the team that was already good. That, that didn't count. And I and, and for that That's not the same as the season literally interrupted and stuff like that. That's you saying it's, it's too much time. That's different. It's just too much time. Yes. Yeah, <clears throat> You're on a well oiled machine team. Everybody is in their prime shooting fucking threes out the yeah. fucking park. And you go add the rat in. No, I feel that like that didn't really count. As a matter of fact, when the rat came to Golden State, I ain't watched that one game, not even in the fucking playoff. I was like, I was like, go say go go win the shit. Then they came in and won it. But then when Durant got hurt, when Clay Thompson got hurt, I started watching it because I was like, okay, that's one man down. Then Durant went down. I was like, okay, now I'm watching because it was too many fucking players on the team. It was too many fucking know, players on the team that's shooting threes out the fucking park. I don't want to sit there and watch people shoot threes out the park all day. You know what I'm saying? I know the, the object of the game put the motherfucking ball in the hoop. 
But I'm not gonna sit there I don't know, man. and I, watch that shit. <laughs> that I just shit, don't think these you know, players players today is not as good as the players before, bro. Like they don't I go, could pick anybody. They don't go of, hard to me. To me, the players today don't go hard enough for me than they did back in the day. I could pick anybody. They would be in the top five players today. Clyde Drexler. He'd be fighting for the number one player in the league right now. Dominique Wilkins. He'll be the number one best player in the league, bro. If it's no him and no Jordan, there's nobody even in the league doing what he was doing. He'll be a murderer. Say, that's what I mean. It's like, bro, if you watch these play, just because they went on championship doesn't mean shit. Like, if you put Bakhti in the 20s right now in the league today, this nigga asked about 35, 40 points, bro. He would dog these niggas, bro. Clyde Dressler would dog. Sean Kemp would dog him. It's like nobody, like see, right now, LeBron and see, Durant supposed to be the best players. You see, right? You right about that? way better. Than you right Durant. about that? But it's only one problem about that. If they was a player in today's league, they would be fouled out before they even sneeze three times. <laughs> That's true. Because the players, the players and the referees and shit. They they call fucking you bro your breath in somebody's face. It's a foul. Fart out on the court. That's it's true. a foul. That's true. So it's like, but still, the talent itself. I, that's why I used to. That's why I always say I miss the old NBA. I miss the old NBA. So you tell me, Tracy McGrady wouldn't be the best player in the league right now? Yes, he would. Now you see what I'm saying? Like you pick if anybody he, out if he ain't had them injuries. You could pick anybody yeah. out. They would literally be the best player today. Literally, literally, you know. It's like you could think of anybody back then, yeah. They was He would be the best player today. Jason Kidd. It's sad, bro. He'd be the best guard in the league. Carl Malone, Mailman, John Stockton. Oh, Mailman. Mailman would be dogging him right now, bro. Uh, you can name some more. Uh, Steve Nash, uh, Dirk Nowitzki. It's a lot of names out there, baby. Uh, Tim Duncan, the Admiral, David Robinson. <laughs> Come on now, don't tell me these players right there. They will rob these motherfuckers. Dennis Rodman, Scottie Pippen. They'd be the better players in the league. I can't fuck with this shit now. Certain players, maybe, like they give you a show. That's all they can give you is a show. But as far as having the heart to go out there and do what you do, hell no. The only player, the only team that's closer that did that this year was Boston. Boston, the only the only team that was close. Being how they, how you supposed to play, how you used to play back in the day, and they shut fucking Durant down. Like he was quiet the whole fucking. They swept their ass. They brought out the brooms on their ass. Hell yeah! And these Kyrie and then you know he got the thing with the, with the shot. He's missing games and shit. Yeah, show up to work. Like I just said, I can just name anybody off the top of my head. Sean yeah. Kemp. If he was playing today, he'll be the best player in this league. Easy. He'll be the 
one everybody want to see. Grandmama. He will be the one everybody want to see. It's like, even if Durant is so good, you don't want to pay to see him. It's like, he's not must-see TV. Nobody in the league is must-see TV, bro. Nobody know that yet? That's why I said that's why I said what I said when he went to still go to State Warriors. They lost a view from me when he did that. They lost a view. Matter of fact, they lost a couple of views. Cause a couple of us stopped watching the game that whole year. It was like, go to State Warriors. <laughs> After they won that first championship and Durant went in there for the second and third one. He was like, man, fuck. I ain't even gonna watch it. Guess what? They went all the way to the end. What? Except for that third joint when they went to the joint and they both got hurt. I was like, okay, now I can watch the shit. What the fuck? <laughs> That's wild. Uh, I remember why you do, use powder and shit back in the day when I was little. My mom used to put powder all over me and shit. That mother ain't do that. You used to go to school, pot on your chest. And that pot is was doing too much with the pot and shit. I was like, "Why I got pot?" I mean, that shit dried your ass up when you sweat. After you, after you start sweating, yeah. that shit start yeah. falling up. Yeah. Shit, you had to dust that shit down. <laughs> Not good <laughs> at all, like that. You knew here. This is the podcast for the nine to five. It's the average Joe's. You get to take on all trending topics, and we call that. Third perspective. Yeah. I don't know if you know about um I first about the pastor. You already know about the pastor. They got robbed and shit. Yeah. Live stream. Stop calling him Pastor Dolly. <laughs> first of all, this nigga he's one of them pastors that tried floss like they he a dope dealer or something. You know what I'm saying? And floss chains and all that bullshit and cars. Like nigga, first of all, you're a pastor. Why you supposed to have that? You know you supposed to have none of that. Yeah. All your shit is donations for the church, not you, jackass. And then when they do, with my understanding, the church they do love offerings. That's for the pastor. And then they do the build the building fund, which they you know whatever. And all of this is tax free. So you got enough members in the church to build your money up. You know. Yeah. Um, some people put twenties, fifties, whatever, 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 whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Some people do a percentage of their pay. Supposedly 10%. Supposedly, quote unquote. But uh, I ain't got 10% to give you, so. Yeah. <laughs> so we I, all seen motherfucker. I, I uh, gave you 2%. <laughs> the Brooklyn preacher, the middle of his motherfucking sermon, man. Gumman came in there and robbed the, the church, which is odd as fuck. Which means. He did something. We all know he did something dumb. Yeah, he did something. It's turning out that people are thinking that he stole money, $90,000 from his congregation. So, if you send $90,000 from your congregation, hey, one of those congregations going to send some people after you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Now, mm-hmm. Like, so he had a press conference, which is some garbage. But I'm going to play it anyway. Holla, as the three gunmen came to the pulpit and put a gun to my head. And one of the gunmen went to my wife, who was right on my side, holding my eight-month-old baby. And they put the gun in my 
shake one old baby's face. Huh? As they took all of the jewelry from my wife, I was still held at gunpoint. And the man that robbed me took my Episcopal ring, my wedding ring, my watch, my bishop's chain and cross because we were celebrating communion. And then he started to tap my back and said, what else do you have? Started to tap my back and he felt my other chains underneath my robe. And he began to rip my sacred collar off my neck. The collar of the yoke. When I was consecrated, they had to put the collar as I became a bishop. And he ripped it maliciously. And as you can see in the video, he continued to jerk it and pull my chains. But it wouldn't come off. So he told me, take it off with the gun to my head. And as I looked at my congregation, and they were all rolled over on the floor, I was a helpless shepherd. They trusted me, and I couldn't protect them in this moment. And as I take, took off my jewelry and gave it to them, two of them ran. One came back and started tapping my pockets. And then he ran off. And as soon as he turned his back and got to the door, I ran behind them because I wanted to be in front in front of my church. If they came back, they would hit me first. I wanted to protect my church. And to be, I began to go downstairs and as I seen them through the window, I seen them fundling across the street, wandering. And I jumped in my, my car and I began to chase them, but I mm -hmm. couldn't find them. I drove up and down Avenue D. So I'm here today not to continue with this story because you heard it. But I'm here today because houses of worship need to be protected. We need to be protected. I want to go through just a few notes of mine. Because the media, for some reason... You portray black men as criminals. My church can't get no sympathy, sympathy, no empathy. If you recall, two months ago, I turned in a young man that was wanted for murdering another young man on the Q train. That did it right there. The family called me. And I told them that he must turn himself in. And they agreed. And they trusted me. And when we got to the end of the surrender, the media portrayed me as the bling bling bishop. They portrayed my car. They talked about my Fendi jacket. They talked about me. And what? They did not even want to talk anymore about what the bishop has done. This was a man that was wanted for murder. This was a man that was alleged to commit a crime against a New Yorker. 
one of, if not the, the greatest city in the world. And after that, my life changed. Because all the media started to plaster me, not as a bishop, but as a black man that was convicted, that has a felony. And nobody else wanted to talk about what Bishop Whitehead has done. Nobody wanted to talk about that. The young man turned himself in and surrendered. Everybody wanted to talk about the bling bling bishop. Right. Bling bling bishop. I'm looking at that poster in the wall with the excellent eyes and lips. You see that? Exactly. That's all. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but the bling bling bishop. <laughs> the bling bling bishop. Like he wants you to call him for real, man. Oh. He cash money, cash money, bishop. I'm starting to feel like he just looking for. He just like this attention for real. He said he told the guy to turn himself in. I did it. That's right, he did it. And he called goons to the church. That's right. Plus, he stole nine thousand dollars. You can add that into. Yeah, you got that guy that's just sitting there. <laughs> you know, like, I ain't got nothing to do with this shit, bro, bro. Leave me be. I'm going to sit in this corner. They didn't even, they didn't even pay attention to him. <laughs> Nigga, if you sitting still like that, ain't nobody think about you. What going to shoot him for? That nigga sitting there quiet as fuck. Ain't moving or nothing. I ain't shooting you. I got shit to do. I'm trying to get his chain off. Oh, no. This might. He should have went over there and jumped on one of these niggas. Like, right there. Hell no, he like. He jumped up and kicked that nigga right in his neck. He's like, hell no. He's that nigga laid on his stomach though the whole time. <laughs> He's like, I'm not here. Nobody can see me. <laughs> can nobody see me? I'm right here though. You know what I'm saying? Like nigga. I don't know. That whole thing was. He probably got something to do with that shit. Yeah, who knows? Plus, the bishop is full of shit anyway. <laughs> There's a lot going on. Exactly. It's the whole thing is funny. Especially with the bishop. He throw you all the way off. The bling, bling bishop. He's serious about that shit, too. Mr. T. Bishop. Mr. T. Bishop. One man, Julian. What are you doing? What do you got all of that for anyway? All these chains, you got all these extra chains. You come to the church looking like cash money records. And you one of the fucking hot boys. <laughs> he up in there and he doing that. Like, you doing too much. Way too much. Ain't nobody on this planet going to do what the fuck you doing. You got that money from somewhere, you shicey as fuck, you won't be a rapper slash priester. That's your fucking problem. You know what I'm saying? You won't be a rapper slash motherfucking preacher. You know, rappers got this fucking rap, the chain. What, what, what the fuck would a pastor need to change? Then he gets on that. Then they, they interviewed him about it. He gets on there and called the, the girl black. He calls the dude bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on, man. What are you doing? He's he not with the game at all. Like, who are you doing? 
Now, as we know, and they ain't going on back. <laughs> as we know, uh, Bun B. Right? I know everybody knows. You remember Bun B and shit. Yes, Bun B with Pimp C, the underground king. <laughs> Bun B. But he just won a war for his, his fucking burgers, bruh. Them motherfuckers. But see, you got to think of it. Texas, they some really motherfuckers. I ain't gonna lie, if you want a grill, if you want something that, yeah, some some nice, some, some burnts on it, <laughs> I'm talking about some some burnts, some real grilling shit, you go to Texas, Oklahoma, they got some grills, they got some shit for you. Now, straight off the motherfucking grill. <laughs> he is now, he won a few contests now, everybody's saying he got the best burgers in the world. Now, Trill Burgers is what they call it. Trill Burgers. Trill Burgers. Named Good Morning America's Best Burger Spot. So he, he got, not only make the burgers, he, he have a, uh, a chain that's called Trill Burgers. Now, Friday he had a competition in, in the morning in Times Square. And the contacts he, uh, he won the joint head-to-head matchup between two of the city's favorite burger joints and shit. He won that joint. So, hey, what'd you think, bro? I heard the restaurant was like that. Bun uh, B. I heard the restaurant was like that. Uh, he got some shit. He got some good shit. And uh, when I heard he got some good shit, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Houston, that's we. That's where they're from. Yeah. Yeah, Texas, Oklahoma, those little states right there. I mean, them niggas were real like shit. from Texas. Them motherfuckers were real. They drive rub that shit. (laughs) All that shit. You best believe it. Make some special sauce for it. All that. Hell yeah. I just seen some, like, I just seen some joints on TV. Special rub and shit. Yeah, I just seen some joints on TV where they be doing some, like, they have a mass grilling joint. Like they like these people make grills. Like they yeah. make their own grills out of barrels at like special big grills and they be grilling like shit. I seen the shit on TV where they had a joint where they had a mass like gathering or something. And they had a long ass grill that's probably about that's probably about twenty feet long. Yeah. All the that's way down great. the joint. And then they have these big ass racks. And they marinate the chicken and marinate the pork, pork, whatever, the pork chops. Real pork chops and shit like that. Yeah, now. Rub them jumps down with some of that shit. Marinate them. And then they put them on a the grill. They was taking them. It took like two people, one, like four people to flip the joint. <laughs> that's crazy. Because they got thousands of pounds of meat that's on the grill in the home. That's crazy. So uh you got a guy right here on the left on the right, and you got a guy right here on the on the other side. They flip the jumps over. Boom, boom, boom. And they these little racks. And they now remember I said they made these grills. Yeah. So I'm like, these I mean, that's what they do. That's they ain't hunting, can they grill it. <laughs> Basically. They hunt two grills. Yeah, they hunt the grill some sometimes. Shit. He asked me. But 
I heard his job was, I heard his uh, restaurant was good, though. Yeah. It's at the point now where all these motherfuckers restaurants are good. Like, but I don't know. Everybody liked it. Like, Faith Flav got one. And, uh, uh, what's the motherfucker with the, with the baddest bitch? Uh, Trick Daddy. I Trick Daddy got, got one. one, too, yeah. But he don't specialize in burgers and that. Like, he specializes so I was trying to tell, like, my daughter wanted to do uh, print shirts and shit like that, right? Started coming like that, right? And I kept telling her that you have to do one thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to do these shirts and stuff? Do socks. Put Do your designs on socks. Be known for socks. You know what I'm saying? She didn't understand what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> you got to have something that you're known for, for the rest of the business to work. You know what I'm saying? That's how it works and shit. But Bum B has burgers. That's his main thing, burgers. When you get there, you're going to have a lot of shit on the menu. It's like it? Ben's Chili Bowl. Exactly. It's specialized hot dogs and ham. And when you get there, it's other shit to happen then. You, know, you probably don't even get that half smoking the Chili Bowl. Exactly. And then once they did, once they did that, they started a chain. Then they did the chain. Exactly. After they did the chain, Ben's Next Door. Exactly. That's Ben's Next Door is a restaurant where, like, Saturday and Sunday, they have mimosas, but all of this mimosas on brunch. Food is good. Food is dead good. Uh, what my man said, he came in the first time he went up there, he thought he was going to get a hot dog. He's like, nah, you got to go next door for that. <laughs> <laughs> but a hot dog shit. He said, that's for the hot dog. Right here, this is for, you know, this is right here, this is for gourmet meals. Yeah, now. You got to go next door for that. <laughs> But the same people that made Ben's Chili Bugs started U Street, then they got a chain on A Street at the airport, Dallas, at uh, Reagan, Ronald Reagan, and one in Virginia. Um, I'm not sure if they started going all over the place, a few other places. But those are the ones I know of offhand. And, you know, after the Ben's Chili Bugs, they have. Uh, what was the other job? The biz next door. You start one thing, then you expand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You got to focus on one thing. I'm like, if she would have done the socks and stayed with socks and we fixed, fancy up some socks and shit, that would draw attention to your business. Then all the other shit come into play. You know what I'm saying? And then that's when, how you, that's when you rebrand, you rebrand your shit. Exactly. So that's how business works. You know what I'm from, from, the uh, third perspective podcast, right? I mean, uh, Rabbit Jones and OnlyFans Jay give you pointers. Right. <laughs> now, it's something we do every week, right? And then last few weeks been kind of surprising to us, bro. We, we were trying new rappers and shit, and they actually exceeded our expectations. You know what I'm saying? We did uh, Marlo, I mean, uh, one uh, that they had to change the name on. Malala. Malala, yeah. Well, Malala, man. Yeah, exactly. Now, we gave her, I think, fours or some shit, man. She was nice. There was uh, uh, a girl after her, new rapper. I can't remember her name right now. But check out the podcast, last podcast we did her and shit. You know what I'm saying? So we do it. We go back and listen to people with rhymes and interviews and just get a feel for who they were, give our critiques and shit, and see where they at in today's date and did they succeed. You know what I'm saying? You feel me, Jay? Yeah. Oh, I miss those good old days when I was 
And now, now this week, I got my focus on Bundy's. So we talk about Bundy. You know what I'm saying? Ah. <laughs> you ever heard of freestyle? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's basically what they was doing on their albums. Uh, my favorite song on UGK, of course, is National Affairs. But the other song was called Murder. I think I'm, yeah, I know what you mean. They both, him and Bumby, ripped that joint like shit. Bumby was nice. I never heard him freestyle, though. Don't get me bullshit. Don't get me wrong. I mean, that's basically what they do on the album is they write their shit kind of freestyle right there. But off the top of your head, just something else. Yeah, this was rap was rap. This Hold on. The, um, it's going to be Bum B. Oh, this ain't that. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> First one, what? All right, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Texas, USA. You know what I'm he went to Thomas Jefferson High School. He's a Southern rapper, of course. You know what I'm saying? Rap a lot. Universal Motown. Now, I didn't know Motown had a, another joint besides, but they had Universal Motown. Universal Board Motown. Okay. Um, I got you now. Now I got. I'm they sold. They sold it for five billion. I got you. Well. They bought Motown for five billion from uh, Brady Gordon. Brady Gordon, yeah. That's what that is. What'd you think? What'd you what'd you give him? I give him a five. I give him a five. Uh Bumpy, that's my dude. I like Bumpy. Um, <laughs> Bumpy, that's my dude. Just consistent, like his flow. His flow is uh I said they freestyle anyway on their albums. 
But how they do is they write and then you know they write freestyle, write their own shit and then you know whatever. Or they write down there on top of the head, even or you yeah. know. But the way that they spit on their album is like it's like no. That's why they call underground king because that's what they do. They 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 wasn't mainstream. It was underground. But you know that's how like you know they they buddies three six was back in the day. They was underground for a minute. And they yeah. mainstream. But you know there's there's some people how they do it. Jay um Jay Nitz. is that his name? Jay Nitz? Yeah. Yeah, uh, president of Rapper Life for Life. Yeah, he uh, that's one guy you don't want to fuck with. <laughs> Out in the streets, though. Get fucking old Korea. Yeah, yeah, see with. <laughs> but uh, my main people that was on there was them two. Juvenile jumped over there because Juvenile, my man. He had an issue with cash money. Yeah, uh, I remember that. Yeah, Devin the dude. My, my little sister like that dude. I fucks with that dude. He a funny dude. Um, who else was over here? Rapper Life for Life. Uh, Rapper Life for Life. Scarface. Was cranking in town. Yes. Scarface and the Ghetto Boys. You know, Rapper Life for Life was like that, though. UGK. UGK. <laughs> and what's. what's they had a group called the Mob. It was Scarface, Devin the Dude, and a couple of other people. Yeah. I think it's called the Mob. I think. I forgot. Are oh, you talking about Face Mob? Face Mob, that's what it was. That's probably them too. They used to get that man. All right. I'm going to go. We're going with four mics. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm going to do four mics. Um, it was a good flow. Started off with the beat. Jump right in joint like double dutch. You know what I'm saying? Uh, flow through that joint. I fuck with that joint. It sound written, but we freestyling that joint. We flow. We didn't fuck up. Didn't stumble. I fuck with the joint, man. To be honest with you. So, and the beat. You know what I'm saying? The beat itself I fuck with. But I give him, I give him four because there was no fuck up in there. It was just straight flowing. So it's hard to get somebody below three or four when they, they ain't even fucking up. So I give him a fucking four. Jay give him a five. You know what I'm saying? Uh, which is hey, which is different. Man. Five is the highest number we can give him. Five, one to five. So Jay give him five. I give him four mics. That's Bun B in the basement. You know what I'm saying? Also, anybody didn't. Pay attention to what was happening. That was Bun B. You know what I'm saying? Bun B got the best burgers in town, I'm hearing. You know what I'm saying? Out. <laughs> we got to grab one of those joints, dog. You know what I'm saying, though? But Jay gave him a five. I gave him a four. Yeah, now? When rap was rap. You know what I'm saying, though? You know what I mean? Rap was rap. That's my shit, though, man. Hope the DNT disrespect Dirk. I will side. Yeah. Well, right, man. 
man, dog. But oh, let me think. Bum B was on who label? I mean, uh, who else was on that label? It was uh, a Robert Life for Life. It was a uh, Devin Do. Devin uh, Do was on it. Yeah, Devin Do. Uh, face mob with uh, Scarface. Uh, yeah. Uh, off the top of my head, it was UGK, Devin Do. The Ghetto Boys, Big Smile, um, Baseball. I think that was a group, Ice Cube. I mean, not Ice Cube. Uh, Scarface and uh, yeah, Scarface. That was in that joint. That was a dude. Yeah, he was on there. I don't remember that dude on there. Jay Prince. Jay Prince was the president. Um, Drake was on there? Drake! Rap-a-lot? Nah. <laughs> Ain't no motherfucking way. Drake was on Rap-a-lot records, bro. Floyd Mayweather. Rap-a-lot boxing. Nah, I remember that. Shaquille Stapleton said Rap-a-lot boxing. Rap-a-lot boxing. Front B, Pip C, Zero. I remember him. Uh, Jay Stone, Mike D, Sauce Walker, uh, Sauce Walker. That's his that. son. Okay, yeah. I think that's his. I know I heard that. Juvenile, DJ XO, Ghetto Boys, Corday, FBG Duck, King Yellow, Young Lyric, Almighty J, Tone Sith, Johnny Coker, YBN. Uh, not here. When you think about it, none of those motherfuckers, it was like a bunch of nobodies on that motherfucker. All right, those from New Wave, they have the rap a lot in life, but they New Wave, uh, Baby J Prince. That's sir. Who, whose son is that? J Prince, son. J Prince, son. J Prince Jr. They got J Prince, Baby J Prince, Giles Prince. Uh, YK Yornis, Honeycomb Brazy, Trey the Truth. Okay, yeah. Scarface, Do or Die. I forgot about Do or Die. Yeah. Um, Yuck Mouth. I forgot about him too. Oh, fuck yeah. I ain't hear that name a long time. Hell yeah. Damn. Yuck Mouth. I remember him. Hell yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I know all I was on. I remember Young Mouth. I don't remember him on Rap a Lot. That's crazy. My brother, we don't do slander on our, on our other brothers. Look at me and that. You know, behind uh, comment. We'll do those. <laughs> you know, we on the streets too. We know better than that. <laughs> oh, yeah. You heard about the motherfucking rapper that um said something on Twitter and then got killed and shit? You heard about that shit? Yeah, that was some fucked up shit, though. That's crazy, yeah? 
some of that shit you gotta realize, man. First of all, man, like we doing podcasting, right? And it took me so long to pride myself. Like, don't you know when you're going through withdrawals and shit <laughs> to stop selling coke, bro. Like it took me so long to get out of that shit, that out of that 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 normal routine of selling drugs, right? Mm-hmm. And it took me so long that I'm not gonna fuck around and do a podcast after getting out of all that and get back into some street argument bullshit. You know what I'm saying? It's just not smart. I'm not doing it. I ain't wasting all my time getting out of the streets. They just <laughs> just stumble into the street doing a podcast. Like fuck no. Fuck <laughs> you think this is? It took me too long to get out of this fucking you street got, atmosphere, bro. You gotta remember. Fuck that. You gotta remember. I mean, I know the streets are talking. And they always say that, but you gotta always remember the streets is watching too, and they ain't the only thing watching. The feds watching your ass too, so I, we ain't gonna say nothing stupid or outside to be caught up or be shot at. And none of that. <laughs> shit. It's just I, not. It's that just shit not, I'm not. It's not smart. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about none of that. I'm born and raised in DC. That's not what I'm, I'm really giving a fuck about. I just I'm out of the street shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm just I haven't so dope. I, it took me so long to get that out of my system, bro. It's like a almost the flip side of being on coke is selling coke. You know what I'm saying? It's like addictive, like like in the streets is being addictive. You know what I'm saying? Carrying guns all day, every day. That's addictive. You know what I'm saying? I took so many years getting out of that that I'm not turning around stumbling with a podcast and be back in the streets. You know, like what the fuck is that about? <laughs> That'd be crazy as shit, stuff. That's like you going down the road knowing you're gonna run out of gas and you just run out of gas. Like fuck that. <laughs> Got me fucked up, bro. But I do appreciate everybody that tuned into the podcast 24-7. You know what I'm saying? We on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Instagram, you know what I'm saying? You catch us on Instagram for sure. All that send us a Message on that, John. We holler at y'all. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate everybody that interacted with us on our podcast, man. We just, I just joined the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like I was just telling y'all, it took me a while to get the fuck out of the street atmosphere. I'm going to tell you right now, selling dope, running from police all day, that shit is like one of the stressful most time in my life. You know what I'm saying? It's like going back and forth to court and shit. It's like the worst shit ever, bro. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't do all that to say. I'm going to get away from the streets and then get on a podcast and get back in the streets. <laughs> so I'm good on all that food. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm good. I just want to, you know what I'm saying? Like we doing that. We just want to. 15,500 down for it. Just want to open the, the close <laughs> eyes of people that kind of not seeing the right picture, bigger picture of life. We're, we're one of the podcasts that can help you do that. You know, sometimes. You know, people, you know, be on a on the, people, a lot of people be on their bullshit. And right now, you know, everybody is waiting for somebody to slip. <laughs> Basically, somebody is either the feds. <laughs> you, you can't play both sides of the fence. Because you see a lot of people that do that, they don't last too much longer. They yeah, stop true. playing back both sides of the fence. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I live one life of just waking up where you can't leave out of the house without a gun. You know what I'm saying? It's like like a watch or something. I had to have a pistol and shit. That was like part of my life and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm so far away from that. That was stressful too, bro. To be honest with you. That life was like, it was stressful, bro. I'm just so far 
trying to get away from all that bullshit, bro. That's why I'm podcasting, man. I'm just a normal citizen in this world. We nine to five was doing podcasts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, you don't wanna, that street shit we used to do. You ain't gonna ask me. I mean, we live to live life to live life as, you know, to the fullest. You don't wanna get out of the street, do something like this, open up shop, make your own business and go back in the street. Yeah. That's why I say I just appreciate everybody that tunes into our podcast, man, because we, we, we literally average Joes, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to get so dope in D.C. and shit, you know what I'm saying? Got my shit together and built and start working in warehousing and, and construction and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? That's why I met my man at and shit, you know what I'm saying? So we literally average Joes and shit. I'm a nigga that I'm not ashamed to say, say I sold dope when I was in the dope game and shit, but I'm not doing it no more now. I'm reflecting on that. I'm giving you my perspective as a person that's so dope, you know what I'm saying, that concentrate on carrying guns all day. You know what I'm saying? And a person that's not doing it now. I just opened up my own business now and shit. Got a podcast. I'm just living life right now. You know what I'm saying? And going back into the street shit, that's why this podcast really doesn't comment on murders and rappers. Getting, all that stuff is just like, we don't have nothing to do with that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Touch, <laughs> we don't touch stuff like yeah. that. Oh, it's just that's don't that have nothing to do with that, bro. Saying like we're so far away from that that we just uh we just podcast, you know what I'm saying? Nine to five was like we in the cafeteria letting everybody know how we feel about certain trending topics and shit. You know what I'm saying? We out of that shit. Like you motherfucker didn't want to be we, this ain't it, you know what I'm saying? So we really appreciate everybody though, you know what I'm saying? That guys the fifteen thousand five hundred downplays though on Spotify, Google Podcasts and all that shit, man. We appreciate that shit a whole lot, you know what I'm saying, dog? You know. So the fact that this podcast is still thriving at that, that amount of uh, downplays and shit, it's just, I'm happy with that. Man. You know what I'm saying? I'm just lucky to be alive. Like I always tell y'all, when I ate three bullets, man, I got shot the fuck up. I literally look at life different, bro. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not even supposed to be here, man. You know what I'm saying? I got I ate three bullets, one in the groin and the rest in the stomach. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got like, two kids. So after that, I was told I would have kids and I had them. You know what I'm saying? So I just, I just feel like life right now has just been generous to me, no matter how poor I've been. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just the fact that I'm still alive is just good for me. I have a son. You know what I'm saying? I'm just good right now, man. I ain't one of them niggas running around trying to be deep in the world. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just want to get high, do my podcast, and make sure my motherfucking mother and son just smile and shit. I'm good, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm good with everything after that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just me, though. You know what I'm saying? Other people probably feel different. Me, I like to be high. I like to, <laughs> I like to be high too. Yeah, you know now. What I'm like to do my drinking, you know. I like to go out without no issues. I want to fly on a plane without falling off the sky. <laughs> I want to ride and get on a boat without sinking. You know what I'm saying? Definitely without sinking. The last half my life to, to be. Comfortable, you know what I'm saying? I ain't got to keep looking over my shoulder every five minutes. I can't fuck feds or, or some other But on that note, this is some go-go shit. Go-go shit for y'all. And, uh, Ooh.
not gonna be dark. <laughs> That's gonna be your life. Live your life. Shouts out to Brittany Brown. See you soon. You know what I'm saying?